0: This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon, and in the name of the moon, you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live.
1: Here comes a
0: new challenger. Time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. Ladies and gentlemen, I have with me today the lovely and talented actress from Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 3, Shelley Chenoy. First of all, wait a minute, am I getting this right?
2: Shelley Shelley Chenoy. It is Shanoi. My boo. I was just going to boo her, but okay, yeah. No, this is great. How are you doing, Dax? I'm
0: doing fantastic. How are you doing? Thank you for being a part of the show.
2: <laughs> Thanks for having me. I know
0: I should have literally I honestly I should have asked you before we started the show, but I went for the I went for the go and made it. Yes. That's it. <laughs>
2: Ah, that's okay. You got it right. I feel like I need to do,
0: like, an old-school Tiger Woods, like, ah! No, no, you got it right. You got it right.
2: Cool.
0: Well, thank you again for being on the show. I got a ton of things to ask you. I mean, you work alongside the Telltale series a lot, and I'm very eager, and as well as our listeners are very eager to find out what's going on in your world and and how things are going with that. So, um, first, I wanted to ask, you know, of course, you play Kate Garcia in really a very deep, pivotal role in the Season 3 of... uh, uh, telltale's The Walking Dead. Um, yes. th- this time around, we saw Clementine. Uh, fi- you know, it scares me, you know, what that um, character, because I never know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, nobody does. It, it, it nobody scares does. me
0: to death about that character. But uh, she encounters you... Uh, your character, actually, uh, in a love triangle with uh, Javi or Javier and David Garcia, uh, which is very kind of similar to the Rick and Shane storyline of the original series, sort of, kind of, and it but it just goes into a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like playing uh, that role of Kate in the series?
2: Oh man, what a what a broad question to start with. I mean, I could go on. How much time do we have? Hey, roll with it. <laughs> um, well, so it depends. It depends on, on what side do you want to know about? I mean, I mean, overall I could say that, uh, Kate means everything to me mm-hmm. and, uh, and getting to know her as so- sort of as we discovered each other. I, I mean that like, Uh, it, it became such a, a gorgeous relationship and, and I, I love her madly. I love Kate Garcia madly. And so, uh, playing her, you know, um, you know, by, by the end of the season, I mean, it was just so emotional and it it was, it was just amazing. I, I will say that the last like five records the last five records that we had for for season three we always thought was going to be our last right. so here we are we're saying goodbye at the end of each of these like we're like we're not going to talk again which is hilarious because little did we realize it was just the beginning right. of how much we would be in touch afterwards including going to the three conference and and all of the all of this stuff stuff yeah and uh and uh but yeah but we said we said goodbye as though we meant it uh at the end of all of our records for the last (laughs) five times in a row and uh only to jump back on again like here we go again and we're doing more pickups and we're going on and on but anyway just to answer your question (laughs) uh it it was it was it was wonderful and touching and uh emotional and i'm i'm very love. Her and love the Garcias and the game and Clementine,
0: of course. Of course, of course. I, honestly, the funny part is about the you know it didn't it, it put Clementine in a background sort of speak. Yeah, a little bit. You yeah. guys got to really go with your story, and 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 you stood out to me, and you were the pivotal point of this whole thing. You're in the middle between this this you know relationship of the brothers, and it was yeah. deep. It was like, and I've been a fan. Of the the Walking Dead series from Telltale to me is like the Bambi of video games.
2: Sure, 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 sure.
0: I mean, ever since, and I'm telling you, still to this day, Lee hits me hard.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, who? Of course, you and about 25 million
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Lee. Like people tell me, like, what is your favorite character in the Walking Dead series? I'm like, look, I know everybody's a Rick fan, but if you haven't played the Telltale series, Lee like nails it. I mean, he's like, oh, he was like please. the new Optimus Prime to me. <laughs>
2: oh, please. I love a little, uh, 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 what is it? Um, uh, it's Optimus Prime. We're talking about Transformers, a little yeah. Transformers throwback. Okay. But, but yeah, no, I, I agree. And I feel like so many people feel that way. You're mm. not alone. You're not alone. I mean, people are, crazy about lee yeah, and crazy I, I, about I, clementine if
0: i ever have the opportunity to get him on the show i probably wouldn't make it through the show because oh <laughs> was like and i you know and me being a man i got a man up about it but damn oh, <laughs> it's like course. really but um now was- i, I what, here's a question um were you a fan of the walking dead before the before you took it taking a role
2: well, The Walking Dead lives in a couple different universes. Yeah. Um, and I had seen the show, and, um, and I did know about the comic series. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a voiceover artist... Um, I very, very clearly remember hearing about The Walking Dead, Telltale's The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. back in 2000, was it 13 or I so, 14. so? I believe so, I believe, because
0: I'll tell you what, I the reason why I even, even bec- um, began to be a Walking Dead fan solely was because of the game.
2: Was because of the game, right? So I remember as a voiceover artist hearing About the success of The Walking Dead Telltale video game series of which I had not played. But I remember thinking at the time and I may be crazy, but I remember hearing about it in uh, towards the end of 2014 is when I remember hearing about it through the wavelengths of that was when the success. Same here. Uh, really started to make itself known, and I remember hearing about it at that time. I even remember where I was and and remember like reading an article about it or something. And I remember thinking,
1: uh-huh.
2: "Man, those those voiceover artists, what a lucky break! <laughs> what a beautiful, what a beautiful success!"
0: It's a game both, changer. It, the,
2: it yeah, because I remember the article about it was was something like telltale video game company has changed the game of of the way video has changed the way video games are made has changed the game right. for choose your own adventures total, total narrative
0: based and direction based and it was i it, it was so much i heard you know like you i heard so much praise about the game and i wasn't sure. believing I, I wasn't believing the hype because i'm like you don't can really control the avatar character you're just swiping how is this really the game of the year and i was like yeah and and man once i got it was like like Breaking bad once you got into it you got sucked right in
2: oh don't you breaking (laughs) badly oh my god i know i know i'm 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 a huge fan of the i'm a
0: late bloomer and i'm sorry i was
2: (laughs) oh for for breaking bad yes no so was i
0: Oh, so to the so, point. So I, I, I blocked everybody. I put a, a clear warning on, yeah, on all talk my
1: social media. To me about do it. not.
0: I'm, I'm taking a class in chemistry. Do Yeah. With a professor White. Do not, And get just lay up enough hints. Do not tell yes, me. Yes. Do not if let me allow me to cheat on the test. Yes. In,
2: in Breaking Bad, I will show up at your house.
0: <laughs> it was there. It was real. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah. I feel you. But yeah. But hype is hype. And, and, and it's there for a reason. Hype isn't generated yeah. by anything except for what it really is about. You know, there's not – you can't, like, pay anybody to talk about the game. You just can't. So when it started – when the success of The Walking Dead and, and what happened was season one started spreading through the, you know – audio waves of right. the industry mm-hmm. i just i remember reading articles about it i remember thinking man like how great for them like i just applaud mm-hmm. like when i hear good stuff like that I, I i looked into it and i was just like wow and then um and then yeah and then uh, and then i actually got involved with with telltale you know about a year after that but but i i remember uh, the success hitting hitting the yeah. waves and Are you
0: exclusively to Telltale? Because I know most of what you've been doing lately is mostly around Telltale Games. Or they do they use you uh, quite often on in the studios?
2: Am I exclusive to them, or do they just happen to use me often? Is that is that what you're asking? Yeah, pretty much. No, yeah you don't you don't sign on to a gaming company, Um, so it just. it just so happens um that that I've worked with them a lot. Um, but I've auditioned for every single thing I've gotten. As you know, just like just like anybody else. I mean, they they told me how many girls auditioned for Kate. Right. They didn't ha- they didn't have to tell me that. It's daunting. It's really? terrifying. I'm it's sure.
1: like, Are you kidding?
2: <laughs> it's ridiculous. But you know, they they somebody mentioned that in my first in my first booking. In my first way. I didn't even know like Oh, I could get into like I had no idea what I was in for when I was shown up to that first record, <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, no, I'm not I'm not exclusively uh, signed with Telltale. I, I work with um other companies and and all of that. I've just had a lot of great success with Telltale uh, recently.
0: Absolutely. Now going back to playing that role. Uh, sure. Especially in, in that
2: particular role, because
0: you've also worked in Minecraft and, uh, and you know, you did uh, parts in other, you know, like Batman and Telltale. But exclusively yeah. for, you know, The Walking Dead, when you're playing such a deep and dramatic thriller like this, um, is does it take a bit out of you mentally having to, you know, be in the mindset of these characters and, and what, like the ones that you see in The Walking Dead? Yeah.
2: <sighs> I'm not going to say that I would leave the records like walking on air. I mean, it's, it's exhausting, but, but, but it's thrilling. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you go and and you work on something. A lot of people have been asking me recently about, about one of the scenes in particular and, Mm -hmm. and, and what it was like to record that scene. And we can talk about that later, but like people want to know like what it's like to, to be in these certain circumstances or in these situations in the game and, and whatnot. And, uh, and, as exhausting as it can be i mean i still would leave every record thrilled and exhilarated
1: right it's it's
2: it's it's, it's so exciting and and such a such an adventure and and trust me when I say, I mean, we are involved and, and like at the, at the beginning of just about every record, um, whomever, whichever director I would be working with at the time. And most of the time it was Connor stock, um, right. uh, working with Connor. Uh, but I'd, I'd worked with a handful of directors, uh, before Connor sort of took over the season. But, um, but each director, each time with Telltale would spend as much time as they cared to or as needed right. to explain every possible scenario of what was happening so that we deeply understood what was going on in every scene, behind every scene, what happened before after and what's happening during every scene. Right. Even if you're, even if you're not involved uh, with those roles or those storylines that, you know, everything, Right. you know? So, um, so yeah, it was, it's, it was exhilarating.
0: <laughs> now, actually, um, after it was all said and done, did you ever get a chance to play the game? And if so, who did you pick?
2: It, did I ever get a chance to play the game, that, season three, you mean? Yes. Um, okay, I'm <laughs> going to tell you this. Dax, don't tell anybody.
0: you, you Mom's the word.
2: I, I, I like that little stutter there. Like you know you're on a program, right? You're yeah, right. Like are oh, just, just gonna listen with it. To this. Just roll with it. <laughs> like, oh gosh she's an idiot. I
0: feel like Brian. I feel like Brian Griffin. I'm like, uh, uh okay. Uh,
2: uh oh. Uh, uh <laughs> sure, sure. Nobody will know. Uh, no, be, just because uh you know, I don't mean to sound like a ding dong when I say this uh you know or, or arrogant or anything anything of the sort it's just been so busy but I had I did play season I played episode one episode two episode three as of right now and for a handful of reasons we can get into a few like I am halfway through episode four I have not finished the season <laughs> uh, I know that we are in August right now of 2017 but there were a couple of reasons why I haven't been able to finish the season right. um and but 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 it's waiting for me. Oh, don't trust me.
0: If it if it helps you anyway, I tend to. When it comes to the, 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 just the Walking Dead series alone, I've played. I'm playing uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, and I played Batman, and I played a little easier. Uh, you know, games. I would say not easier from a standpoint of mind of mindset, but when it comes to the Walking oh. Dead games, sometimes I gotta walk away.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That was definitely one of the reasons.
0: It it does take a toll on you, and sometimes it's like you feel you feel so much empathy for these characters, and it gets so rough and great. And it is, and it is in its own self. And people don't. I don't think people realize this. It is a sociological. Type of experiment in a sense.
2: Oh, you're so involved. You're so involved and in invested emotionally, and just yes. um, just mentally, and uh, you know, and sometimes physically. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes <laughs> when
0: you make the wrong, you think you make the wrong decisions. Like, oh god. <laughs> oh, it kills you. Oh, I
2: know. I know. I know. They know what they're doing over there. At Telltale. They're, oh, they're
0: it's it's phenomenal, uh, and it it, it kills yeah. me when they like. When the survey comes at the end,
2: <laughs> you hope... And you th- see... Oh, yeah, sure. Y- you, you hope not to results? be
0: the, Yeah, you hope not to be, like, the, the minority of the percentage of what yeah. you've done.
2: Yeah, actually, the first time I played, uh, I didn't know that those stats, like, happened at mm. the end, and, um, like, like, it would be like that, you know, um, and... Um, and it was fascinating to see, like, I couldn't believe how many people shot the truck driver. I didn't shoot the truck driver. I I was like, I'm not going to shoot a guy in the back. I was like, Oh my God. I was in the minority. I I couldn't believe how many people shot Isn't it crazy though? Isn't it really crazy when
0: you look at the results at the end (laughs) sometimes?
2: Yeah, man. Serious. Uh, anyway. We live anyway. in. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, I want to change I want to change up real quick. So I want to talk about other things along the way. Um, oh, let's talk about your very first com- uh, TV commercial.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Okay. <laughs> your first sure. role was at the age of seven from what I read on I, uh, IMDb. Um, do you remember your experience with that?
2: I do. That was my first on-camera right. uh, a TV commercial. And I was about seven. And, uh, and I was a goof and, um, and I do remember it was for a local TV spot in Columbus, Ohio Mm -hmm. for some sort of like children's educational program or whatever. Um, and, uh, and like we were doing, like, it was a group of us little kids and we were doing like you know, experiments or whatever. And I remember going over to my mom after who was there the whole time and she was watching and, and, and saying something like, did I look, did I look smart enough, you know? Because, like, it's just these little kids doing science experiments. I would never done a science I can experiment. can only
0: imagine how adorable that was when you were approached your mouth.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, I, you know, I'm, like, working with, like, goggles and beakers and, you know, doing these little sciencey <laughs> things and being like, oh, did I look like a real scientist? Um, so, yeah, did I look smart? Did I look like a science person? So, uh, yeah, so that was – it started young.
0: Nice. nice. Now, also with that said, um, it, it appears that you have a really talented, an artistic group of, uh, you know, family here. Um, were oh, they, sure. Were, <laughs> were they your influence along the way of becoming an actor, uh, actress?
2: Influence? They're the reason. I mean, for for crying out loud, oh, I got a question for you. Uh, what what tips? How how? Where did you discover that? Like, were you googling and you were like, Shelly has a crazy family.
0: IMDb, of course, again.
2: <laughs> okay 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 yeah imdb is nice um yeah really artistic family but like uh if we get down to the nitty-gritty of this i mean i have you know a mom and a dad mm-hmm. both both you know uh my mom's full-time mom there are five kids in the family and my dad is very creative always in local plays and he uh, you know, nice. played played the trumpet very well, and my mom um was a full time mom, but she would put on um art classes uh, because like all the neighborhood kids would come over to play at our house because we had a trampoline, and uh, oh, you were that family. <laughs> we were the family that had the trampoline, but we were also the family that had to know first aid <laughs> when these kids like you know, pull the trampoline over to the side of the house, climb up onto the roof and start jumping off the roof. So, I mean, you know, so we were all, we were very adventurous, very, um, crazy and, and really fun. But like when it came down to the everyday, the everyday life inside of our family, um, honestly, you only got ahead. You only got anywhere in our family if you were funny. Right. You, you had to outthink and outwit anybody <laughs> trying to get attention away from you in order to get the attention of the family. And I kind
0: of get you, that. I kind of get that vibe from you, like from the door. The minute that I, you know, gotten to notice you on on social media and such.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My my, my siblings. I mean, and I got three older brothers and a little sister. Right. So I got to be the little sister, and I got to be the older sister. Uh, older sister to my little sister and little sister to my older brothers, of which I have three <laughs> older brothers. But really, like being raised in that spot, I was number four. Right. And in that time, uh, I really, I really just was. I, I had to learn uh, basketball and football in order to be able to play. Wow. And, uh, and also you had to become a, an escape artist in order to make it out alive, you know, because they would like, you know, capture you and, you know, tie, tie, you know, like tie you up and you have to, you, you know, you got to think out, without out, smart. Very right. very growing up uh, when I was a little kid. I had three older brothers that I had to learn how to escape from. They were, they were that's, hilarious. That's and how it normally goes. <laughs> you had to be funny. If you were funny, you got out of just about anything.
0: So. That is cool now you've also directed as well you've done a few things you're actually yeah if I'm correct you're in the midst of something coming up soon what is which one between the two actor uh, between acting or directing which do you find more challenging
2: more challenging <sighs> well you have to you have to bring a level of communication and emotional intelligence with you um. On both sides to really, uh, you know, understand what's being asked of you as an artist and what you are asking from your artist if you're the director, and you've got to you've got to be able to think on your feet and craft what you're doing to. Um, to what's happening in the moment so that you can get the best work or give the best work. Mm -hmm. And so, so if it's challenging as an, as an artist, it it just depends on, on who you're working with and what you're working on. So it's very circumstantial. If, uh, if it's challenging, if it's challenging as a director, it depends on who you're working with and what you're asking from them. So really this is all, you know, uh, it all depends on on what you're working with at the time and who you're working with on it and uh, and the actual material itself. So they both come with their challenges, but um, you know, those are challenges that are, like sounds, I said, you know, Sarah. Sounds,
0: sounds like the art of adjusting and assimilating, pretty much. Am I correct?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's improv on your feet. I mean, you gotta yeah. you gotta make it work, and you've got you know a little bit of time, and you've got to be concise and smart and clear in your, uh, directive and your communication and, um, all of that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And you try to be as efficient and, um, uh, you know, in tune as possible, so that you can get or give the absolute best work. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: when it comes to you, also do voice coaching as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What would you say? Um, could you actually tell us maybe if some of the fundamental basics of which you would uh, provide a newbie, as you would put?
2: Oh, in which regard?
0: In regards to voice acting, especially. Um,
2: well, yeah. I mean. I mean, for coaching, so what I do with um, NYC VO Coach, right? Mm -hmm. That's my – that's the coaching – uh site and 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 I work with a lot of actors with career counseling and starting their careers but right. then I also work with them once they've gotten started and what to do with it and I also work with seasoned vets who who have sometimes you know not just hit sort of a dry spell but some that are are thriving and they want to do even more so it really right. depends on where they're coming from and what I'm coaching them on um with brand newbies I would say you, you gotta be training. Um, you gotta be working and you gotta be patient. Right. And, and, and really, really if you break that down, you gotta be training. So what I mean by that is you've got to think of the voiceover industry like a gym.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And you gotta be on that mic every day because you're getting stronger and you're learning and you're working and you learn something every time. Right. Right. And you've got to take note of all these things and note of your instrument and how you work, when you work best, what kind of work you need to do, when you need to do it, how you get it done, you know, your work ethic and and you you got to run this all like a like a business. As fun as it is, a lot of people just think they can get started and and just start working and and you have to get started. And build a business right. first. I mean, it's not called show working; it's called
1: show business. <laughs>
2: and you got you got to you've got to be able to run and operate yourself and what you're doing right. like a business. And and this takes time and it takes patience. And and people don't have a lot of patience, which is crazy. Thank because you. <laughs> because in, in this industry, people are impatient, which is a wild, um, unfortunate thing yeah. because because. People only appreciate your work if you're great, if you can show your talent and you show that you're you're crazy good right
0: and passionate too
1: correct
2: but in order to get there you have to put in the time and the work and the work ethic and the practice in order to be good so in order to be good you have to be patient so that you can build up your training and and be successful but people want to be in it and just be successful i think it's a
0: 22 minute episode of any show today i've ever watched
2: Yeah, they just think it just (laughs) happens all in that 22 minutes. And it takes 22 years to make a 22 episode of anything. In an episode of anything. So um, they got to be patient. they got to be patient and trust that it will happen if they're patient.
0: I can't tell you how beautiful of a uh, response back to that question it was. Part of the reason why I have guests like yourself – on this show is to not only just you know show the entertainment side of things but show the realistic and actually there's a lot of people who listen to this show who want to be voice actors or want to be in the business and doesn't really quite understand or needs to understand what goes into it and I you couldn't have said it better myself the way you just answered that question
2: Oh, thank you.
0: Oh, thank, thank you. Because <laughs> I get this all the time, especially even just doing what I'm doing, you know, on a daily basis as a multimedia developer. And people just think that it happens in a snap of a finger. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It really does not happen that way. And, and you know, I, I love having people like yourself and talented people like yourself on here to explain to people, you know, because it's almost like the relationship thing is like they don't hear you because you're, you know, involved with them. But if you get it from somebody else, <laughs> it's a whole sure. new ball game. Sure, of course. So let's get into some fun things. Let's talk about your Instagram. <laughs>
2: okay, sure.
0: You, I, We entered, We pretty much got to know each other from Instagram, pretty much. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, you messaged me on Instagram, I think, right? Correct.
0: And yeah. not only that, but, you know, I saw you, you saw me, whatever way that came by. And when I noticed you, you come off so fun, carefree, and outgoing –
2: that's a lie. <laughs> These are all lies. Look,
0: isn't that social media? No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, but, I'm just kidding. Uh,
0: what, you, what I want to know is that because you, it looks like you just do so much, uh, but you still find time to have fun. And what do you exactly do? You do during your off time out of the studio.
2: What do I do in my off time in the studio? What, 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 what is uh, relaxed time for you? I see you're asking me that because all I post about is probably studio time, right? So what's what well, no, your me... Not true. That is so not true. Social media. <laughs> uh, no, uh, oh my gosh. What do I do? Uh, well, um, I don't know if you've noticed that, but um, every once in a while, w- what really tells the story about what I do every day are probably. The um, not the actual posts themselves, but the um, the, the stories, d-
0: the stories. Mm-hmm. and I'm trust me, this is gonna this is gonna uh segue into another question I have, so go right ahead,
2: sure, <laughs> sure. But uh, but a lot of times with the stories, I'll just be like, well, oh, this is awesome, but then I, I don't know, I don't know if it's awesome. Like, I get such grief from like other people in the industry sometimes who are like um okay shell we know that you're doing like x y and z like whatever can you just like post about like your you know about something else like about the ocean <laughs> Like this is the weirdest we stuff, have, I'm, we I'm, have I'm,
0: actors and actresses that do that you do your thing
2: <laughs> I, yeah you know what I, i'm just kind of like i don't know i cannot make everybody happy but here's <laughs> here's what i'll i'll answer your question yeah a lot of the stuff is in the timeline stuff mm-hmm. um Uh, in the in the daily stories or whatever uh but your question is what do i do that's not related to the voiceover industry that i I love
0: (laughs) what is yeah what is a relaxed time for you when, when not in the studio?
2: Can you explain to me what relaxed time is? A time when you I'm get to through... yeah, I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm totally I'm totally okay. um, <laughs> no, uh, I work a lot, um, you know, and and that's that's both a wonderful thing and also a crippling thing if I'm not if I'm not careful. Right. And so if I am being careful and I'm giving myself the time, um I've got a couple awesome things that I do and that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I've got a little garden on my fire escape and I'm growing tomatoes, basil, peppers, jalapenos, uh, kale. Okay. Ooh. And, um, and I, and I think there's carrots growing in there, but I don't know how to get them out. I think you just (laughs) dig them up and I don't know. I don't know when they're done. It's like a
0: bonsai tree. (laughs)
2: yeah like I didn't know what I was doing when I made this garden so I'm I'm just pretending uh but it smells great and and I actually eat from it now almost every day which I never thought I would say that um so I love doing that because it's just like oh and it's so so dumb I'm so dumb I've got it on the fire escape I need to get that off um but I love that I just um redid a bunch of closets in my house which i'm excited about i like built shelves but i didn't post anything about that on social media because i don't think anybody cares that i built shelves in my house but it made me so happy and i also bought a hammock hey, dax i don't know uh, what i'm gonna do with a hammock what, what the hell am i gonna do you do, have
0: it? A, do you have an area
2: where you can put it no <laughs> of course i don't um, but what I did, I mean, I might, I might, I like, well, I just need to put it together and, yeah. and part of me was like, maybe I should just put it in my office. And then I, like, I got voiceover students coming here and being like, okay, we're going to work in your office. Why is there a hammock in here?
1: <laughs> well, I don't, you do uh, the
0: voice acting while I'll sit over here yeah, I'll coach you from you there. Get,
2: yeah, you get, you, I'm just going to ask you some questions while I'm swinging from my hammock. <laughs> um... um
0: <laughs> let me know if they, let me know if you hear the hammock from the microphone if it picks up.
2: <laughs> yeah 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 exactly. <laughs> um, so anyway um, I, I love to travel more than anything I, I say that but I haven't done it uh, as mu- nearly as much as I would would like to. Um, I spent a lot of time in the last couple of years traveling uh to go see my dad because he was getting really sick mm-hmm. um and so the last couple of years I've only traveled to go see him and I haven't really like traveled traveled but my hope is that um in the next year my seriously my hope is that um, I'll be able to like start posting pics from you know places I go to. Right.
0: Look, I don't, I don't know what you're saying, but every once in a while, you you're always smiling, first of all, and you have this girl-next-door type of vibe that I think a lot of people enjoy. <laughs> it's, it's,
2: awesome. Okay.
0: It's sunshine personified people. If you haven't checked it out, go to her Instagram page. Trust me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start posting pics of me just frowning <laughs> just, just to give a little variety. Um, if you're, if you were on my social media, like what, what, what's the best part? Like, what do people want to see more of? That's a good question. got know,
0: Here's the deal. I've, I do follow a lot of the people that I've, that's been on the show. Yeah. Um, it it's like it goes anyway. I mean, you got you know you you know your crowd. They they love you no matter what you do. To be honest,
2: oh, do you say that to everybody or are you? No, this is like- the
0: first time I've ever said this to anybody. But I, oh,
2: honestly, I that's feel like really sweet.
0: <laughs> I really feel like you, especially the way. And I knew. I trust me. I drew this inference of you even before we've actually we've literally met for the first time right now, yeah. and I have a tendency to really kind of understand know people just on just on uh, inferences alone, and you just come off like exactly what I thought you were gonna be this really um cheerful you know uh, outgoing you know like you just like you said you were with your family, and it was just spot on.
2: Oh, that is the sweetest thing. I will say the people that have been on social media and like my brand new I got a brand new uh, Facebook page, which I'm trying to Mm -hmm. pay pay more attention to and do stuff on there. But like on there and then on social media uh, on the Instagram and, and also on the Twitter. I mean, geez, these people are so nice. They're just so nice. Like I posted a picture of the like, Wawa Hoagies screenshot, which I was so excited because I had my first Wawa Hoagie. Right. And like all these people were like, yeah, you got a hoagie. I mean, they were <laughs> so nice. You know <laughs> what that so does too? Though.
0: But you know what yeah. it does? That actually humanizes you with your fan base. And when they see – I mean oh. you talk about just not taking pictures of shelves. That's, normal, that's what normal people do, and they dig that. You know, it's not you like, you know, Kardashian up every single time. People can't relate to that. People can relate to you, you know, you know, gardening and doing stuff like that. And it it, it makes them feel welcomed into your world. So oh, that's I mean, cool. I would just say just keep doing what you do. I mean, there are people out there that I know that, I, that has been on the show that I'm close with that. You know is you know fighting the fight out there with politics and what's going on in the world and voicing their opinion, which is great. There are other people who travel and show what they travel in, which brings a little bit of peaceful side of things that's also great, and then there are other people who just you know and by the way, congratulations on being the second person to ever live in the east side of um, of where I live at' Because you're in new York too right
2: on the e- congratulations on being the second person on the east side oh, you mean on the east coast
0: yes oh yeah yeah everybody I'm else in, everybody I'm else in, that i've ever interviewed majority of everybody interviewed is, is in the west or you know one in central but everybody else is from the west so like you and another guest that i've had is, lives in new york <laughs> so like, can,
2: hey. well, let, me, let me tell you this do you who, who do you primarily interview like voice voice artists
0: yes mostly voice uh, artists some artists uh some artists or character designers too game design it's a, little, it's a little bit of everything but mostly voice actors
2: that's that's awesome. Well, let's let's just break a stereotype right now, which would be um that so many voice artists that come to me like uh you know, people that I coach and train and and work with and direct, mm-hmm. they the, one of their first questions almost always is, but is there animated animation work in New York yep. on the East Coast? And it's like, are you, have you seen what I've been doing? Yeah. Like, not to be, you know, a jerk or anything, but like, have you been, like, how how do you even know about me?
0: Yeah, I, you know, honestly, honestly, you, you'd be surprised how many people don't realize about that. And it surprised me last time. Allison Lee Rosenfeld is the other person I've uh, interviewed who's from New York, and she does Pokemon. And I didn't know at the time, oh, yeah. I didn't know Pokemon was done in in New York.
2: Oh yeah, I got, I got. I mean, but it doesn't matter where it's done because it can be done anywhere. Right. Like I, I, like, uh, you know, a lot of the actors, um, actors for Telltale they record in a bunch of different, uh, locations. Right. You know, and that's the same with just about everything. One of my good friends is also in Pokemon actually, and and he's here. He lives, uh, Queens, I think. Right. You know, so uh, yeah. Do you know yeah,
1: people. <laughs> you don't have yeah,
2: to well, Yeah. Well, yeah. All I'm saying is way to go East Coast. I mean, we are we are very much alive in the yes, world of animation. Yes, you are. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Represent. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thank you so much for being on the show. I got a couple more questions for you, but sure. thank you. I, it, I'm enjoying myself immensely.
2: <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> this
0: is sweet. Now, um, here we go. Yeah. I have reason to believe that you just happen to be some sort of a wrestling fan. Is that true? <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, um
1: Explain okay, yourself.
2: Be, l- explain yourself, woman. <laughs> let's be really clear. Um, I never was mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I met my boo, mm-hmm. Michael Buckley. He's on Insta as the real Buckley. All right. And um, and he just loved wrestling. Of course, he didn't tell me about it like the whole first year we were together. He'd be like, oh, I'm going over to you Dan's gotta test, You got to test him out. <laughs> I guess so. You got to fill Dad's him out before I'm, you go. I'm just going to put this together here real quick. You're a wrestling fan, eh? <laughs> right? Yes. So- I'm gonna tell you to pay very close attention to my social media handles mm-hmm. over the next two weeks because we're going to SummerSlam, we're going to NXT, all we're right. doing all that stuff. But um, but yeah, Michael was really, really passionate about it. Of course, he didn't tell me about it for like a year. So I didn't know what the hell was happening. I just knew <laughs> that like around his birthday that he loved to watch WrestleMania. I-, I didn't and then and then like a couple months later he'd go to SummerSlam, and then a couple months after that, he would do the one in the fall, and then a couple months after that, he's <laughs> And the one in January, he slowly got you. In. Yeah, they, I was like, "There's like a." There, it seems like there's a WrestleMania every two months, but I was like, yeah,
0: "Okay." There kind of is actually. A long
2: there. Is of course there is. You know there is. <laughs> it's like every every season. There's one every season. It's was just it to the point?
0: Go. Was it to the point where like he comes in one day from one of the events and you're just sitting there on a the couch or something like that, just waiting for him to come up Like, sit down for a second.
2: no uh, no it was I never really like I just knew he liked it Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until like honestly I think he got interviewed for something and he was like I think he was like, yeah, and she's such a good sport. And I was just like, wait a minute. What? Like how deeply involved are, are, is this like, is this going to be in our lives? And then sure enough, more and more, we started getting more and more tickets for things. And next thing you know, I'm like, I'm meeting Paul Heyman. He's sitting on a so lap, cool. event, and And like, these photos go viral. And I'm just like, I have no idea what's happening here. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, last summer, was it last summer or the summer before? Right. Forgive me. I got to ask Michael, to remember but i wrote an article because because michael was like would you be interested if we went to one of these events it was like SummerSlam or something mm-hmm. it was nxt if, if would you write about it from your perspective because i'm a writer you know right. and he was like would you write about it from your perspective that's actually a great idea and so i was like yeah sure and so i uh, i think this was two years ago um and i did and that article made it on the home page of this like super hot wrestling site, independent wrestling fan site. And that was where I truly discovered the WWE universe. Wow. And the fans inside of it. Right. I mean, they are comparable to the walking dead fans. I mean, this is a fandom that yeah, is, it is. It that is. is its own universe. It really is. There's the walking dead universe. There's the WWE universe. Mm-hmm. A lot of those uh, fans uh, love each other. Yeah, there, simila-
0: there's very assimilation. It's very to,
2: similar, yeah. and a lot of uh, wrestling fans, you know, love The Walking Dead. I mean, you you can like sort of tell, you know, just because like you just kind of know, like like it was some some people are, you know, they they truly love wrestling or whatever. Yeah. And anyway, so it just became more and more. But that article that I wrote ended up, um, my goodness. You know
0: what, do you remember what uh, site that was? Uh,
2: oh, hold on.
0: Like PW Insider, uh, Wrestling Observer by chance, or?
2: Oh, let me see. Hey, Michael? Uh, You remember when I wrote that article for, like, SummerSlam? It was
1: after NXT TakeOver Brooklyn
2: 1. It was for NXT TakeOver Takeover Brooklyn 1. He says that was a good one.
0: That was, yeah, Bailey Sasha. Bailey Sasha,
2: what's Bailey, up? Sasha, oh, what's
0: oh, yes, that was a great one. <laughs>
2: yeah, isn't that great? He said that was amazing. It wasn't that a great match. That's
0: the best match of ever It really was. And
2: now. by the way, Dax, I have become a genuine fan. Like, I actually know who all these people are, um, and I love them. I thought they're they're great stories. Anyway. And, and the
0: website was Inside
2: Pulse. Inside Pulse, yeah.
0: Okay, I do I do recall uh, knowing about that one. And and points to him, by the way.
2: <laughs> and Michael, the Dax, Dax oh, wait, sorry, what did you and say? the
0: following year is the year that I got you to dress up as the Nature Boy.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> is that online? D- <laughs> you know, he, like, he goes, is that online? And
0: if not, how <laughs> dare you keep that
1: from people?
2: <laughs> and if not, how dare you? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. So he said the next year, yeah. So that was two years ago. Uh, that was Inside Pulse. Um, and that article was crazy. And then, um, you know, and that's where I found, like, oh, jeez. It just was crazy. Um, yeah, then the next year we both went as uh, the Nature Boy. And, yeah, there's there's some – there's some uh, there's some videos out there. There's there's <laughs> definitely some pictures, and you know that we both have nature boy robes that I'm are like going
0: out of my way we, like Barney from um, How I Met Your Mother to find these videos.
2: Oh uh, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> we 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 hand glued on every single one of those. Oh, um, my goodness! Pistols on these robes that we made. It was crazy. It was crazy. Oh man, <laughs> I, I'll send you. I'll send you some pictures if I if I can find them. That but they're rash. out there. They're out there. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness that is that is the best
2: <laughs> yeah um actually and and so michael uh he always wanted to be a wrestler but he was like but uh you know but what if they ruined my beautiful face you know, <laughs> i'm just kidding but that's a gimmick like, in itself he really i was like you know what? if you want to do it you should do it and go take classes and he actually started training nice. and he was like oh man it hurts so much I'm more. Sure. That it those, looks first, like
0: it. those first back bumps i heard
2: he those back bumps man you gotta watch it and did you see glow
0: Yes. yes. Oh God! Yes, that was a, G- that was so great.
2: There's an article. Uh, there, or there was an interview. I think it was um, Mark Maron's um, podcast. Yes. And the leads of Glow, they were talking about man, these these back those back bumps hurt. They, they do. They never. They never. There's. They never don't hurt. Right. Yeah, no matter Double. how they,
0: even in, in probably even in a WWE ring, as much as they reinforce that, it probably still has some impact
2: course it does. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he took some training, but then, um, but then finally he had talked about it so much and I'll, 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 you know, end with this, but he had talked about it so much. Finally, I said, Michael, if you don't, if you don't stop talking to me about it, and start talking out loud about it, mm-hmm. then it will never happen. Yep. You have got to start talking out loud about it. Start talking <laughs> about what you want to do and start putting it out there because if you don't put it out here, if you just let it swirl around in our apartment, it's never going to go anywhere. Put Absolutely. it out there, start talking, start doing it. That was last summer.
0: That is similar to what CM Punk said in his documentary when he said, never, you know, you can't do anything sitting on a couch.
2: Yeah, exactly, and that's true, and that's true, and everybody yeah, knows that, you know. And uh, and that was last August, and I said, if you don't, I, I, seriously, I'm going to kill myself if you don't put it out there. Like, there's nothing I can do but it, but put it out, put it out into the universe. Right. And that was the beginning of last August, and uh, within five weeks of Michael starting to casually bring it up in conversations with people and online and little things here and there where he was like, he felt like, you know, it might be appropriate. So he was just kind of talking out loud about it. He didn't know how, but he just started talking out loud about it. Next thing you know, this person who he mentioned it to mm-hmm. goes, you know, I actually know, um, a, uh, a, uh, talent, uh, scout for one of the biggest indie wrestling companies, um, in the Bronx actually, Hmm. And and you know they might they might be looking for somebody like like a character to play like maybe like um like a manager in a manager role or, first yeah or a manager role or maybe like maybe like an announcer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And Michael was like, "I'll do it. I'll be an announcer." Absolutely. And and he's like, "I'll come up with a character. I'll be an announcer." Da 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 da. Within three weeks after that, he got his first interview to be an announcer, and within. Within a week of that, one of Michael's clients, so Michael runs a fitness business, and one of his clients was like, Hey, just happened to say, because Michael was like, I would want to do like a five star, you know, really, you know, play it up, play up the, the, uh, you know, being, being cute and dressing nice and, and being a, a sort of a flashy announcer.
0: Like Corey Graves and, almost kind
2: of. Exactly. Like Corey Graves, who we've yeah. met, who by the way is the sweetest. I'm I sure he the- comes
0: off like, he's just such a really passionate. He dude.
2: is. He is. And no matter how he too. comes off, you are correct. Cause he is such a sweet pea and, and he's like, like Corey Graves, right. But in the ring announcing. Right. And, uh, one of Michael's clients was like, hey, um, I just got invited to a private Armani sale. Uh, and, and and you came to mind for some reason. Do you by any chance need an Armani suit? Uh, what? And Michael was like, can I get free? <laughs> and this girl takes his measurements and goes to this private event and comes back with three $3,000 suits. Wow.
0: And, and then the Ric Flair promos begin.
2: <laughs> and then we did SummerSlam we did this. We put these videos out and well, because I said, you know, get it out there and one of the first things we did was dress up like Rick Flair and go to this, you know, thing. And then right. and then shortly after that, when Michael was talking about it, he got the um the appointment to meet with a talent scout who might be looking for a new announcer or something uh, like that. And um and two weeks after that he had these brand new Armani suits and um he just did his second event. Um, and an article came out, uh, he, it was last weekend, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw my timeline story, but I but I posted a short video of this wrestler called Sonny Kiss, mm-hmm. who came out uh, doing a music video, like doing a music with backup dancers.
0: Right, right.
2: And today that article about Sonny Kiss coming out with uh, backup dancers went viral and it's on a website called WrestleZone.com I know WrestleZone,
0: have- I definitely know WrestleZone
2: <laughs> Michael's on the front page of WrestleZone right now,
0: nice, I'm on it
2: <laughs> and it's called uh, Rusev and Lana attend MLS All-Star game, NXT, NXT star appearing for Progress Wrestling and the next one is Sunny Kiss full capital wrestling Hoboken uh, music video and it's all on the homepage of WrestleZone right now and you can see my Michael in his Armani suit, to, uh, announcing <laughs> announcing the Capital Capital Wrestling, um, he's the Capital Wrestling announcer as of right now. So
0: that is really phenomenal. I mean, sorry, like,
2: just to take to, that so long. No, but.
0: not at all. Not at all. We are guaranteed. There's a lot of fans of ours that not only are part of anime comics, movies, and games, but there's some wrestling fans within all of this too.
2: Oh, so, that's great. That's I great. Try- I mean, the wrestling zone is amazing. I love I love the wrestling fans because they're so honest and they're so passionate. And like you see full grown too men, passionate, but- <laughs> No, but it's but it's it's a good thing and they've got a creative outlet and it's beautiful. Yeah. And and like you see full grown men wearing I'm a hugger t-shirt. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, I love this. I tell you the good thing universe.
0: about uh, res- being a wrestling fan is that you want what you want and you know what you want.
2: Yeah. And you can be honest about it. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Now, I just want to say last thing before I go to my last question. Um sure. We, you know, we're, we're from, I'm calling from, uh, we're, I'm talking from Philly here. So mm-hmm. Philly is getting the Royal Rumble. Me and my wife was going to plot to go there due to circumstances beyond our control. We not be able to, but that doesn't go for NXT. Or any of the other ones. So, if you guys are just happening to want to come to Philly and hit NXT or anything, let me know. I'll um, definitely will uh, we'll definitely look up. When is NXT
2: NXT Philly?
0: Uh, January. Remember when they, oh. when, when, they, when they they do an NXT um, they do an NXT special whenever there's a major event. So they're doing one for um, like this one for SummerSlam. Uh, okay. you know For this one, but they're gonna do another one coming near the time of the Royal Rumble, which is like the biggest the second biggest uh, pay-per-view of the year for them. Uh, so
2: sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Royal Rumble is is the, uh, is like the, the WrestleMania game. of January.
0: Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's the All-Star Game, sort of, kind of, to the world, you know, to the championships. Sort of of
2: course, of. but, but you know, we were just talking about there's a WrestleMania every three months, and it's the WrestleMania <laughs> of January, yeah. is the Royal Rumble. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, on it, on it. Um, so, uh, about... Oh, do you know when the tickets go on sale for Royal
0: Rumble? They, well, the Royal Rumble unfortunately went on sale this Saturday, so I know for a fact oh. they most likely sold out. Possibly, uh, of course, of course, of course, because this is the big. This is like literally the second biggest to, of them all. Yeah, you know, as far as their their mark for as far as their marketing that's the second biggest so that that tends to especially this is philadelphia this is ecw country and yeah, country. Yeah. so yeah. um they tend to go out extremely quick no pun intended
1: oh all right <laughs> but, oh, okay uh,
0: i know nxt has not gone on sale yet nor has the raw or smackdown ones which all will be in philly too so if any of you if can be posted if any if you guys are planning to want to check those out i will make go out of my way to try to jump on that as well and uh, get to meet you guys personally
2: um, hold on. I'm texting Michael right now. He's in the other room <laughs> in Philly. So I just said, do you want to go to NXT Royal Rumble in Philly? <laughs> it's in January, right?
0: Yes. Correct. Of course. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, normally the end so- of January.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, you know that the NXT is always a better show.
0: Of course it is. <laughs>
2: of course it is. <laughs> Which is right?
0: I'm not totally well. The, the Royal Rumble is always fun because you know you never know who's going to do what and there's always something fun going on. But NXT just in general, and I'm looking forward to this NXT that you guys are going to coming up because they just hyped yeah. it up. They hyped it up last light last night like crazy. So yeah. I'm like, You guys are going to have a great time at that one. But yeah, um, if I'm missing out on that one, but NXT I think is definitely going to be the better show.
2: Okay, ready? So not to not to go on. Are you know the my video game fans are like, Can you we please get back I know. video games? I know, I know. <laughs> right now they are so mad. But now let they, me just blame it on you. me
0: because I brought this up and I knew this was gonna happen. So.
2: Okay, okay. So let me let me just say, um the the week of oh Michael just texted back, yelp. <laughs> so so <laughs> nope I guess said. it's happening, Dax. Um, so uh the week of uh, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you what the week looks like for us. Okay. Yeah. So on the 17th, we're going to the Sam Roberts podcast for the third year in a row, right. which he's only been doing it for three years. So we've been to every Sam Roberts podcast that Caroline's on Broadway. We're going to that this year. Right. The next day on the 18th, we're going to, it's called ringside with Jim Ross, Gotham comedy club. Oh, you're going meet. to that one. That's we're going cool. to the. To not the show, not just the show, but we're also going to the meet and greet, which is happening beforehand so that, that we can actually those talk. Those are
0: always great shows out here.
2: Meet with him in person. That's cool. Then um, then the next day, the, the 19th is, is that the actual SummerSlam? It should
0: be the day. It should be that day.
2: Okay, so we're watching SummerSlam at home
0: Mm.
2: um, because it's the big show and it's the one you watch at home. I'm telling you because it's better on TV. I've been to
0: WrestleMania. I understand.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then on Sunday the 20th, we're going to something to wrestle with with – Bruce Bruce Pritchard?
0: Oh, you're doing a Bruce
2: Pritchard show. Uh, nice. we're, we're also doing the VIP meet and greet with him and then on Tuesday that I'm this is no joke and then on Tuesday the 22nd we're going to Smackdown live. Nice. In Brooklyn.
0: Very, very cool.
2: So that's what that's what my August is looking like.
0: <laughs> so not a bad August, I say.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. Okay, so thank you to the uh, video game fans for hanging in there, the ones that aren't affiliated with wrestling in any way. Okay, and uh, we shall continue. Go ahead. No,
0: I'm sorry. The last that. question I have, going back to The Walking Dead, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is probably a question you're not going to be able to answer, but what, what the hell. Will we possibly see Kate Garcia in The Walking Dead last season?
2: If you find out, let me know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well put.
2: <laughs> because, you know, because this is this is the only thing I have to say about that. You never know.
0: Yeah. And that, that's been true. That's been proven throughout the uh, other seasons.
2: Uh, and and it is true. And you know what? You know what? I, I encourage the uh, fans of The Walking Dead. If you if you if you do, if you do want to see Kate, you got to let them know. Mm-hmm. because they are listening they are listening and and fans come to me and they're like will you please tell telltale and I'm like you tell <laughs> them they're listening to you, <laughs> you know?
0: absolutely and I, I totally agree I mean um we've in the past few seasons uh season two we've gotten characters from season one
2: that's that's absolutely true so uh, I mean, so they pay attention they yeah. do pay attention and and you know and they know very well they know what I'm doing they know that um they know that uh, I've got um you know that I'm I'm big fans of the uh, fans that that send fan mail. So I've, I've had it, fan uh, sort of art yeah. like I'm a big fan of the artists and they've sent me their stuff on. It's Shelly mail nice. at Gmail dot com. Right. And if they send their home address with it, I'm going to send them a thank you. Right. And uh and that's actually something in the mail, but then what's funny is that I'm getting letters from, you know, all over Europe and I've actually never <laughs> sent mail to Europe before. So I'm like, oh crap. Now I got to figure out how this is going to get mailed. <laughs> Google <tree> but, <laughs> uh, but I but I want to thank them for being patient because um I've got these really cute cards here that have some surprises and stuff on them and they might need a magnifying glass to see some of the stuff, but it's just going to keep it uh really exciting and fun. Um Dax, you should yeah, send me your home address as well I'll ma- I'll mail you one of these um, oh. but yeah so there's that um I have two questions for you yeah did you kiss Kate of course <laughs>
0: I actually myself <laughs> kind of kind of like I kind of went on that deal of like living vicariously through <laughs> Javier for uh, Javier and I was like no, Javi. I'm sorry. It, it, I felt kind of bad, but at the same time, I was like, look, he's kind of acting like a little bit of a, <laughs> you know. It's
2: crazy. You know, this is what I have to say to the fans that may or may not be listening that did not kiss Kate, that got very, very angry when the when the um, uh, possibility came up to kiss Kate in C- in episode one. Mm-hmm. And that is... If you are, for the most part, honestly, if you are 13 or younger, you said absolutely no way. And if you were 14 or above, you said absolutely yes. And the other circumstance for that is, is if you have a very close relationship with one of your current brothers right now, you said no. <laughs> and the other one is, if you are a diehard video game player and fan, then without a doubt, you kissed Kate. This right. is what I've seen come in. And so I'll say to those people that didn't, hey – You've never been in an apocalypse. It's okay. (laughs) But once you're older than 14 and you play season three again, there will not be a doubt in my mind that you will kiss Kate.
0: That's the thing. You go back, you could go back on his game, on all the the Telltale games.
2: And and, you play it again.
0: And play it again from a different mindset.
2: Oh, it's true. And when once you, you know, grow up a little bit.
0: Your ideology changes a bit. Then
2: you're going to be like, hold on. I am a professional baseball player and she is smoking hot and absolutely she is definitely the love of my life. And that's you just can't hold back on that. You just can't.
0: And things in my life isn't going too well, but this is the one thing.
2: <laughs> but, but like I've got her on my team. This is happening. That's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs>
0: so what is next for you uh, now uh, in the world of uh, acting?
2: Well, um, Uh, or in general, (laughs) uh, well, I'm going to go through my tomato plant. Um, (laughs) gosh, uh, I'm working on some, something with, uh, telltale right now. And I'm working on two other things with two other video game companies. And I wish I could say what they were, but I cannot, of course. Um, but, uh, but again, if, if people, uh, you know, pay attention, um, you know, I'll, I'll try to get some news out on the Facebook page, uh, um, as soon as I can. And, uh, we'll let people know what's happening in the, in the video game world, in the next over the next year, it's right. going to be really, really, really cool that's and exciting. Cool.
0: Well, the good thing is you're still in the motion of things, and that's great. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 a very exciting thing. And then for you know NYC VO coach, of course for for that, um, I'm running my very first online program. Mm. Uh, and I ran a, a draft of that in the beginning of July, and it went very, very well. So that's called mastering the at-home audition. Because if you cool. don't know how to audition, you're never going to book the job.
0: Absolutely, so. I think that that what you're doing with that is tremendous. I like the way you know, because a lot of people don't know where to go. And, I, and honestly, I'm I'm not lying when I say this. I do I have a ACMG Facebook group, which really spawned all of this. <laughs> oh, cool. But, um, you know, there are a lot of people who, especially when they see that I have guests on a show like that, and a lot of them say, like, I really would like to be a voice actor. I'm like, I really need you to listen to this show because there are people that t- give you a lot of information on, and a lot of insight on what to do, or where to go and how this really is. If you really, truly believe and if you really, truly want this, listen to the show.
2: Well, um, listen, this is what I say to anybody that works with a coach at any time. And I hope that their coach feels the same way that I do. And that is directing new talent and helping people start careers and start their businesses. I have a philosophy and, and something that I live by every day. And that really truly is that there is, and I believe this without a shadow of doubt, there is more than enough room for all of us at the top. Thank you. I just have to know (laughs) how hard it is to get there. Right. If you are willing to put in the work, I will grab you and squeeze you and hug the crap out of you when you get here because I'm waiting for I you. I
0: do think that that's another thing you just pointed out that I think there's, in just not even just in your industry, but a lot of people's industry is that everybody feels like there's not enough room for people to work together. And
2: oh, to, please. That's there insane. There's more than enough work to be had. My goodness. I couldn't I couldn't do a fraction of it if I tried, if I was offered all of it. There's just no way. Right. There's so much room. There's so many opportunities. It is It is a thriving industry that doesn't quit and it renews itself every morning. Agreed. So, so get in there and get in the game. Just make sure you're doing it right. Make sure that you've got, you know, you're willing to put in the put in the work More than to, to build a business. Yes, and, patient, and like uh, you said,
0: patience. Uh, I think that's a major deal you,
2: it, t- it takes, it takes a lot, you know, like companies like Amazon or, or JetBlue or just anything that comes to mind. They, they weren't built overnight right. and you and your business, it's not going to happen overnight, but you can do a little something every day to make it start working You are and wonderful. it will. <laughs>
0: it you, is absolutely true. You are the best.
2: <laughs> well, thank you for having me. It was, it was a pleasure to speak with you. I'm sorry. This went a little longer than i think you planned
0: oh no 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 trust me this is not the longest i've ever had all
2: right okay good you're, good, you're
0: good. in a good You're trust me they they will listen it is good but uh, right. right now i want to give you the opportunity to you know plug your whereabouts where you um where our listeners and your followers can you know find you at all times
2: Oh, uh, well I'm in Harlem. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, no. Yeah. Um, well for, uh, directing and coaching, uh, and classes both, uh, in person in the studio and also online, um, all of that information is available on, uh, coach dot com N Y C V O C O A C H mm. N Y C V O Coach.com. Um for updates on what I'm doing, aside from you know checking out IMDB, which is pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> um uh I will try to keep everybody posted with behind the scenes stuff, getting into detail and getting into all that fun, all those fun, juicy tidbits on uh, Facebook. And uh, that's at Shelly Shinock Official on Facebook. Um, and, uh, for, you know, just cute little, little pics whenever I can on um, Instagram. Those are some, some fun little smiley faces and whatnot. That's at Shelly Chenoy and I'm on Twitter at Shelly Chenoy.
0: Cool. Well, Shelly, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you for, uh, the, I wish we could do it for longer, but I'm a whole lot of questions, but this is not the last time I'm going to have you on the show. Guaranteed.
2: So uh- Oh, Dax, you're so sweet. Such good times. Um, And uh, and uh, keep me posted on January. Looks like uh, we might be coming to see you
0: no doubt I'm all looking forward to that definitely
2: awesome. <laughs> we'll
0: definitely make it an outing so.
2: cool dude yeah yeah shoot me a message and let me know when to, when to look for those tickets or whatever and we'll, we'll figure it out
0: you got it well ladies and gentlemen I hope you definitely enjoyed this very special episode of uh, ACMG Presents Talk Time Live with Shelly Uh definitely thank you so much again for having us and stay tuned for more of what we have to offer here at ACMG so on behalf of myself and the lovely and talented Shelly Shinoy, all I gotta say is learn to let go live life and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We're out of here. Take care. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design, your choice for multimedia development for your brand. Visit VFISAD.com and find out how we can make your vision your reality.